everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Hey. Hi. Thanks for joining us for another scintillating episode of Hop Culture. Before we get started, if you haven't already, we would so, so appreciate it if you'd find us on Instagram at hopculturepod and follow along. Um, and we would really love it if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I know a lot of you already have, and we're so grateful. Um, particularly, we are really languishing on Spotify and could uh, desperately use some more reviews. I think at this point, we don't even have enough reviews for it to display like an average score. <laughs> so a few more Spotify reviews. Yeah, please, please, please. <laughs> um, right now, before we dive into our topic today, we thought it would be fun to get a little update because Grace and Anne are in Florida right now on their trip. And I think we need to clear something up. Um, So when I was, uh, I think Dave was listening to last week's episode, or maybe we were getting ready. We're watching Jet while Grace is out of town. And Dave said something along the lines of, oh, are Matt and Hazel going to Florida too? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, Matt and Hazel are going. And he was like, Oh, on the podcast, I'm pretty sure he's like, just because you kept saying Grace and Anne are going to Florida, he's like, I thought it was just like Grace and Anne were going, like just the two of them, which <laughs> would be, I mean, a Thelma and Louise sister's trip would be like totally fun. I'd but love to see that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I would be like, fun. I would be doubly offended that I'm not going. That's if, true. If it, it were would be rude to just Anne and I. And <laughs> you guys were invited, though. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone yeah, could yeah, have we come were along. Invited. Yeah. I had a friend who also thought that. That Matt and Hazel weren't coming, so I feel like it was a common, <laughs> yeah, common misconception. I don't know why. It's just funny to think of Anne leaving her family for like spring break, <laughs> just going to Florida. Um, I'm a little jealous because I feel like the whole, like the original, I'm saying like idea as of vacationing in Florida as an you original created idea. Florida. But um, you know, I think last summer. Dave and I were like, oh, we want to take our girls to Florida for spring break. And then it turned into like our family going over Christmas. And now Grace has gone three times. And I'm and now we're not going for spring break. And so I'm like, oh, no. we're going to one night at Great, Great Wolf Lodge and going to Anne's house for oh, <laughs> spring break. So I'm hey, like, wait. My house is going to be really fun. <laughs> Your house is really excited. The girls are super excited. But I am laughing. And that's no one's fault, but me and Dave's but like like wait a second we were we were the ones that were supposed to be in Florida right now <laughs> look if you had gone to Florida for spring break I would have come a fourth time mm-hmm. so what how is the trip going what have you guys been up to give us a little update well it's been amazing so far obviously it's Florida the, the perfect land one highlight is that I did a fishing charter a full day deep sea charter which was really fun it was on a boat with like I would, I would say there are probably like 30 people. Oh, wow. It was a pretty big boat. And I was, I was so nervous to go. So <laughs> I told Anne and Matt that if they hadn't been there, I would have probably just skipped it. Why? Um, oh, why were you because, nervous? I don't know. It was just, just intimidating. Like, just going by myself on the big boat. And I mm-hmm. didn't know what to expect. 
and it just sounded like a long day and I don't know it was just kind of scary and so Matt was driving me and he gave me this pep talk that was so nice oh, he was like, like you're gonna get in the boat he's like it's gonna be really fun uh you're gonna someone's gonna ask you where you're from you'll say Alaska they'll be excited we'll oh that's that. a good point you'll make lots of friends and it's gonna be a great day and you'll you'll be glad you went Matt is totally the kind of person that seems like he would never give a pep talk in his life, but would actually give the best pep talks. He's just that kind of person. A lot of pep talks about (laughs) social events. (laughs) He's had a lot of practice. It does sound intimidating. Like there would be like a lot of burly men on mm -hmm, a Florida mm -hmm. fishing charter. Yeah, weathered old men yeah trying to give you tips trying to correct your form i don't know i feel like people <laughs> who are really good at fishing have a boat you mm-hmm. know like that's, that's if fair. you're like mm-hmm. if, if you're doing like an 80 dollar charter in florida <laughs> you're probably not that you're rich. a beginner you're a novice um but and i also feel like older fishermen dudes love giving like tips and hints to like the next generation sometimes it's it's nice but then sometimes it's kind of feels like i get irritated because i'm like Mm -hmm. don't tell me what to do like i don't know i want to try my own ideas Mm -hmm. yeah like if they aren't Mm -hmm. actively catching something i don't want their advice (laughs) (laughs) yeah touche exactly it's like if you're not like reeling in a fish, it means you like if yeah. you have time to give catching, me tips. There have yeah. been times where like an old guy is catching a bunch of stuff, and then he gives me a tip, and then I start catching stuff. I like that, but like mm-hmm. if you're getting skunked, I don't really want. I don't think that you need to give me advice just because. Yeah. Yeah. So how did the day end up going? Was that what happened? Um. No i I did end up saying that I was from Alaska, and a lot of people took note. Uh, <laughs> I was talking to like one person and I mentioned that I was born and raised in Alaska and then a guy from across the way was like oh you're from Alaska and started talking about that and then a little while later uh, some guy that I hadn't even seen before was like hey Alaska girl I overheard you guys talking <laughs> it. <laughs> things to say about it um, that's funny I was also I think I was there were only like three women on the boat so Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that I was like a girl by like a young woman like, yeah they're probably strange. like no. mm-hmm. yeah if you um, were on a Gilligan's Island kind of boat like what role like if this boat was Gilligan's Island like who would you have been Marianne I guess I don't know or who's the rich lady characters? with like the fur I can't remember her name but those are the only two women I remember from <laughs> Ginger was it Ginger there's Ginger that too sounds- Ginger, yeah. Marianne, the professor, mm-hmm. Gilligan. But I don't know what any of Yep. Is this a movie? <laughs> yeah, it's no, a really old TV show. <laughs> oh, doesn't even know what it is. I mean, I don't really blame her. It's you from know, like have you heard of the it? 60s or something. I think I've I, there's so many island things. I can't keep them straight. Mm-hmm. But lost. I get it. Um, so what about Anne? What have you been up to holding down the fort while Grace was out catching dinner? Yeah, well, we, I mean, we've gone to some beaches. We went to this beach today that was, like, completely empty. And we were like, this is what it would be like if we lived here because you could just 
be at the beach on a weekday mm-hmm. when everyone else is like at work and in school and like just hang out and have fun. And it was such a pretty beach. And I have been kind of the mom of the group <laughs> because I am the mom in the group. And so that makes sense. But I, I feel like I told Grace she has to tell everyone how how helpful and like responsible I am, I am. impressed well yeah. Grace told me that you did like a Walmart pickup yeah mm-hmm. and I was yeah, like I, wow. I pre-ordered food. groceries because I was like I don't want to deal with that when we're here and um you know planned some meals and you know I I feel like I've been pretty responsible I I found the Airbnb mm-hmm. got the tickets got the rental car like I've just really been on top of things. However, Grace has cooked more than me. So she's also been a helpful. I cooked, but Anne planned for easy things. So it, it, I made sloppy joes. <laughs> um, tell what you made tonight, though. I made, I did make fish tacos with the fish. With your fish? Ooh, mm-hmm. what kind of fish is it even? They were called grunts because <laughs> they. <laughs> Wait, can you repeat that? Grunt. 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 Yeah. Okay. Because they grunt. They grunt when you, when they're out of the water, they're like, they make the sound. Hazel has kind of a cold, and so they sort of make the same sound that she makes when she's breathing right now. It's kind of a creepy noise. Um, But yeah, they just are a white fish, and they taste pretty good. So I beer battered them and fried them. Uh, Yeah. That sounds delicious. Were they good? They were so good. Oh, that sounds so good. <gasps> I would wow. Kill to be there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, fish my... tacos in Florida is a great beach. That's a vibe. What? Uh, how many times have you guys gone to Publix to get subs? Just one. <gasps> is it not as but good? But we're going but two, more two more times. Two more planned. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Like tomorrow and the next day? Don't you guys yeah. fly home Thursday? Yeah. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I love it. Poor Matt. Didn't Matt say that he, or was it Luke? Someone was laughing about how obsessed, and they were like, we probably didn't need to go that many times or something. <laughs> yeah, I remember who it was that said that. Matt had a devastation. Yeah, poor Matt. Oh, no. He He didn't realize that the turkey cranberry sub that he got when we were here at oh. Christmas time was just like a <gasps> seasonal, seasonal item. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And so when we were <laughs> ordering our subs for today... I was like, okay, you need to pick which one you want. And he's like, I already know. <laughs> Turkey cranberry. Oh, no. I, was like, I was like, I don't think they're going to have that one. Like, I definitely, that sounds seasonal to me. And sure enough, like, <laughs> it wasn't on the website. Oh, no. And yeah, he, he was really, he, was he took it really so hard. Oh, poor Matt. I understand when you've been looking forward to, like, a specific food. <laughs> hmm that's hard. For like 24 hours, though. Oh, no. Yeah, it's been a long... He's so sad. <laughs> oh, it's no. kind of just classic, like, man, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. but I don't, you know, I don't blame him. Food disappointment is, is rough. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's transition. So since Grace and Anne are kind of in vacation mode, we decided we'd keep it somewhat light today with a round of Would You Rather... So we're going to post these questions on our Instagram stories after this episode airs. And um, 
we hope that you guys will weigh in with what you would pick out of these options too. So I'm going to pose the questions. You guys tell me which one you'd pick, okay? So since you guys are traveling, let's start with a traveling question. Would you rather live in an RV full-time and be traveling full-time or would you rather live on a huge piece of property but never travel again? Okay, I need more clarification by what you mean by travel, like what's the radius and where am I? Mm. And how long do I stay in each campground? That's and a great is question. everywhere that I'm traveling have to be by RV or can I take another trip and park okay. my RV somewhere? We're not going to make it through this episode if you guys are out. So <laughs> well, you're question. not. This it's is a simple clear. party game. It's a simple party game. I haven't fleshed out the <laughs> these scenarios to be like a full metaverse or something. Okay, so I'm just going to have to. Yeah, I mean, you travel constantly. I think you're basically living an RVing lifestyle. And I would say contiguous United States, realistically, is how you'd be traveling. Okay. But you could stay, I mean, you could like make camp in, you know, a region for a while. It's not like you'd have to be like constantly long haul tripping it across the country or anything. Can I put my huge piece of property in Florida? And mm -hmm. can, can you guys you also want? live there? So. It's not sad. Well, I will be RVing. Yeah. Oh, so you, you guys can, can come visit all others. Yeah. People can visit actually, me. Okay. Yeah. I would choose that. I would choose a large piece of property in Florida. Mm -hmm. And just make everyone come to you, all the mm -hmm. RV people. Okay. I like that. Um, okay. Next question. Would you rather <laughs> have to give a kiss on the cheek every time you greet someone or – wear a hot dog costume to every job interview. And when I say what? every time you greet someone, I mean, I'm talking like... In a job interview. That's true. <laughs> that's actually true. In a job interview, anytime you see like anyone, you know, run into a friend, meet a new person, anyone and everyone, you have to do a kiss on the cheek. I'm doing the hot dog costume because mm -hmm. either way, I'm not getting that job. <laughs> that's, a really good point. that's a good point i was thinking the job interview i mean that kind of renders you unemployable because the thing is i think in the spirit of would you rather like you can't tell people like hey i've yeah. signed a contract and i have to wear this you know <laughs> or like I've lost a bet or you know whatever the case may be so like i kind of think that's just my loophole is that i would just work as a mascot or like a child's party. I was going to say, that's mm -hmm. a good way to work mm -hmm. around that. I still think I would reinvent myself as a French woman, mm -hmm. put on a French accent, and then it would be normal for me to... Yeah. Yeah, but like, do you really... I don't want to kiss... I don't want to kiss anyone. You know, like... Ugh, I mean, I'm talking anytime, like, you're walking through the halls of church. Hi, so-and-so. Hi, so-and-so. I mean, you're kissing people constantly. So, I, I mean, I, I made the this one too easy because I think the choice is clear. But I'm just mm – -hmm. think of showing up on, like, a Zoom interview, just, like, wearing the top half of a – yeah, and, like, they can just see the hot dog costume. And it's, like, <laughs> it no explanation. financially ruin me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It, it's kind of – it's higher – it's, like, if you could just get through the one interview and get hired – and maybe you have a quirky boss. Like I feel like if Dad was your boss, like he would he would love it, you know. But you it would just, just have start to be your own business. Mm -hmm. You could be That's an true. actor and be and you know it could be your just proving <laughs> that you. <laughs> <I don't think. laughs> 
work. I think you could make it work for you yeah, could make it work. I would choose the hot dog one personally. Um yeah. this is I'm gonna talk more about Love is Blind later in the episode, but um <laughs> I just wanna throw it out there if for people that haven't watched it, there is a hot dog costume sighting in Love is Blind. It was very unexpected. <laughs> and it made yeah. me so happy because our family has a hot dog costume that's kind of become like a notorious thing. So I was like <laughs> Just happy that that uh, showed up in a popular Netflix series. Okay. Would you rather always be 10 minutes late or 20 minutes early? 20 minutes early. I signed up to be 10 minutes late to everything um, when I married Matt. So. <laughs> I'll stick with that one. Stick with what you're already doing. <laughs> Isn't it? Stressful, though, to live that life. I hated it a lot. I mean, sometimes it is my fault, but. (laughs) What about like 10 minutes late to like boarding a plane? 10 minutes late to a doctor's, an important doctor's appointment. Yeah, always early. This one's easy. Anything and everything. 20 minutes early, though, like to someone's house. Mm -hmm, Exactly. That's the kicker. Do you, oh, you have to your car? In, enter the house? I think so. It's the, in the spirit of "Would you rather?" I think okay. I still think that's fine. fine. I don't. Not mind enough people, people are show inviting me to their house. That twenty minutes early is going to come up. <laughs> <laughs> Same, I guess. <laughs> that's true. I I know. I feel like the crux, the main situation that twenty minutes early would be uncomfortable would be like if you're going to like a friend's house or like a mm-hmm. gathering of some kind, like a doctor's appointment. Who cares? They'll just probably be kind of annoyed, but like, you know. You're just going to sit there for 20 minutes. Same with like, I don't know, church, going to work in the morning. You know, it's like no one – in those scenarios, no one's going to be mad at you if you're 20 minutes early. Going to someone's house, I mean, it would be kind of strange. But like, <laughs> I hate when people show up. Early. I know. I'm always like, <laughs> true friends come five minutes late because they know <laughs> that I am going to be running behind. Um, whenever – yeah, whenever I have people over and people are like, sorry, running behind, I'm like, no need to apologize. I was like praying you would be late because <laughs> I am running late too. So like I'm glad. But I would probably I'd probably choose early just because I am 10 minutes late to everything right now. And I can tell you it's not a fun way to live life. Like I'm like cursing myself every time. So I would probably rather just be 20 minutes early to everything. Um, okay. Would you rather have a pause button or a rewind button on your life right now? This one I need a little clarification on as well. Just wondering if I rewind, can I then fast forward or do I have to mm-hmm. relive everything after? I don't know. No. I I just got these on the internet, you guys. I'm not the wizard of Oz. <laughs> Well, know. you have positioned gonna, yourself as the game master. I would say so. your pause can pause things for up to a week, and your rewind can also give you a week in a rewind and then bring you back to normal. And you only get to use each one three times. <gasps> what? Grace, Grace, Ten times. terrible Take away the three times. Yeah. Ten times? Ten times? There's no limit. Unlimited times. Unlimited times. Okay. That's what I say. (laughs) (laughs) Then let me think. I'm going to choose rewind. I would choose pause. Why? I would choose pause. Why would you pause, I guess? 
Like, if you are in a moment and you're like, this is amazing. I just want to, like, let's say you have a newborn baby Mm -hmm. and it's like a moment where they're not crying and they're just peaceful and it's sweet. And you pause that moment. I'd like to pause. I always say I wish I could pause my kids. Never mind. That doesn't make any sense. Because does everyone pause moment, around me? Oh, uh, yeah. I guess that is a good question. I was thinking, like, you just stay in that, like, happy state. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Like, let's oh. say you're, like, lounging, yeah, sitting on a bed, holding a baby. It's like you just stretch out that experience. It's not like you're literally frozen. I think it's just, like, that but, experience. Okay. Okay. The frozen like, thing could also be useful. I want to do that one. In situation like in a job interview, we keep coming back to interviews. Mm-hmm. You can't think of an answer. You hit pause, and then you have mm. a whole week to, <laughs> to mm. think of the perfect reply. Interesting. <laughs> Should you need it? I feel like the pause is better too because I feel like rewinding is like I mean that's such a classic. It's a like, recipe movie for trope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the butterfly effect kind of thing. You know, of just like you never know what happens if you go back in time and like, mm-hmm. and also you'll scary. just be miserable. I think either one of these would make you miserable. <laughs> they would ultimately. I think it'd have to be like mm-hmm. use it, use it sparingly. You know, use with care. Did you guys ever see that movie about time? I no, think it I had Rachel it was... McAdams. Oh wait, no, that wasn't oh. the one that was bad. And like the Irish guy, Bill Weasley. I think uh-huh. he plays Bill Weasley. Yeah, his name is not B- Bill Weasley. It's the guy that plays Bill Weasley. Um, that I can't remember the exact scenario of that movie, but it was something about time travel and reliving things or something along those lines. And I don't know. I liked it. I remember it being kind of sad, but I feel like people – anytime you mess with time, it just never ends well. But I would probably choose pause just because I feel like rewinding – I don't know. I just feel like you're doomed also to just like drive yourself insane trying to like mm-hmm. control an outcome or something. And it's like you can't. I don't think. Or just reliving memories over and over again instead mm-hmm. of like yeah. living mm-hmm. your life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you could get totally like stuck and driven insane. Okay. Um, would you rather find a cockroach in your bed or a clump of hair in your restaurant meal? <laughs> hair. For sure. Hair. Yeah. I was going to say, Grace doesn't choose hair. She's blind. <laughs> we, had, we had an experience with the cockroach. Oh, you did here in Florida? Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. In your place? On the uh-huh. kitchen counter. And I was petrified with fear. And I called Matt over quietly to try to not get Anne's attention. Oh, because he And he was just looking out. at it for a long time. And we were, we were like... We did not figure out what scared. to do to get it. We were well, what, terrified. Have you, were you scared? Why were you scared? They don't sting or anything. Don't do they? Just so scared. It was just so big. Was it, it was big? So gross. Oh, here's, here's, the, here's the thing. I don't think I know. Like I don't know that I would. I didn't know think a I'd be scared. If I, I was actually one. recently on a Quora question where someone asked if you get. I think it was like a million dollars for sitting in a room full of cockroaches for an hour or something like that, or 24 hours. And I was like, oh, I'd totally do that. I had never seen a cockroach in person, and I don't know what <laughs> happened to me. I was frozen in fear. How big are they? Like <laughs> It wasn't that big. That big? Like, yeah, t- probably about as big as Tessie. Oh, they're that big? My houses in Panama were riddled 
with cockroaches. So I actually oh, think no. I would choose the cockroach because I have found a cockroach in my bed. But <laughs> is like I've there was a girl in, in my mission who, rumor has it, went home because <sighs> she a cockroach crawled in her ear at night, no. and she rumor was so, has it. had so much PTSD from it. That I think that maybe she went home for homesickness, but. People said it was a cockroach. I think the cockroach I love the rumors. It. There was another sister who I knew who was like, I can't deal. My my house is infested with cockroaches and I can't do this. <laughs> so she went home too. Really? And cockroaches have some kind of Power psychological effect on they people. They really do. My first night in Ukraine was in a cockroach infested apartment and that's when I just cried myself to sleep on the floor. Oh no. So... <laughs> Do cockroaches come when things are dirty? Is that like why they're there? I mean, not I think they're just they're attracted not exclusively. to damp mm. and dark and trash. Oh, and crumbs have, and have you been reading a lot about cockroaches? Sounds Grace? like she's on Wikipedia. Came to me and said, "Don't worry, Anne. They hardly ever." bite or hardly ever sting and i was like hardly ever i did not know that they ever did so now i feel worse (laughs) i just have never lived uh in a climate where they're very common like never had them in alaska Mm -hmm. i don't do they Mm -hmm. even live in utah i feel like it's too dry there i don't think they're really i read online when i was researching them after the incident (laughs) but i've never seen one there's these little beetles here that I always am like, is that a cockroach? Because it has like little pointies, but I don't know. They're teeny tiny. So I'm always, I'm super, I have this like fear that my house is going to have cockroaches, but I'm not going to know that they're cockroaches or something. And like, You'll that's like a fear that we have. Like the one that I saw. A big one. Okay. Well, I probably, I do believe you that they have some kind of psychological control. Cause when I hear people talk about them that have dealt with them, it's like, there's fear in their eyes. You know, it's not just like, oh, <laughs> there was like a, you know, we had an ant crawling across the floor or something, you know. Um, I guess I'd pick the hair too. Here's a question. If you guys were at a restaurant and there was like, it was like your favorite restaurant, super excited, and you found maybe not a clump of hair, but you found like a hair in your food, would you leave or would you just like keep no. eating your meal? People wash their hair and- Wait, did you I'm say sure it's d- there's it's just one hair? hair? It's a human hair. Yeah, it's just like one hair. Oh, it's not yeah. like a I've giant clump. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it's really good. <laughs> I just keep reading it too. <laughs> That's just pick it up. I wouldn't I like have, it. I wouldn't be happy about it. Eating <laughs> yeah. I recently did it and the food wasn't even that good. Yeah, I recently <laughs> found a hair in a one dollar Taco Bell item and I did oh. throw that away because Taco Bell mm-hmm. was just Mm-hmm. Crossing the line. Yeah, it is. It's like I have so some hair in your pride. nacho cheese. It's mm-hmm. just it's, there's something mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more of like a just a moral issue of like I do have to take a stand here. Yeah. I feel like I should probably <laughs> we should like that should have been one of our confession on our confessions. Like we <laughs> yeah, we have, have all eaten food, eaten food that had hair in it, hair. and it wasn't that big of a deal. Because <laughs> I always hear people be like, "Oh, I'll never go back there. I found a hair in my food," and I'm like. Oh, <laughs> my hair has ended up in food i know like, yeah I the ice all, cream place, yeah i'm always so. afraid like i'm sure if i have like given you something i always tie my hair back when i'm cooking or baking but like i'm like there's probably been a hair in it it's just 
very hard to avoid unless you wear a hairnet. So it's just people are probably going to think that's horrifying, but it's just facts. Okay. Um, another gross one. Would you rather smell like rotten eggs forever or have all of your food taste like rotten eggs? And like you can't overpower the stink with like, you know, perfume or it's like you just smell bad to everyone always. I would rather smell like rotten eggs because I just have seen so many TikToks about people who have had this happen to them. Like what? It's oh, like, because it's of like COVID. Because of COVID. Oh and it just no! I didn't so terrible. I thought you meant oh, the no. first part. Yeah, song. me too. I was like, <laughs> "What are you talking about?" Oh, so like foods taste bad now? Yeah, they before. they taste. They say they taste like. Uh, <laughs> it, maybe this is too crass, but they taste like. No, I can't say it. <laughs> it's just poop, but I don't want to say it on the podcast. <laughs> I was like, or they also say it tastes like rotten eggs. So just bad, bad all around. Here's the, here's the truth. And they Does say it has really know life... what rotten eggs taste like. We just know what they smell like. Oh, I've never, I don't think true. I've ever encountered a rotten, an actual eggs. rotten egg. And that's I actually true. don't think I have firsthand experience of what a rotten egg smells like. I know what sulfur smells like. Exactly. And people say that's the smell of rotten eggs. <laughs> that's that's so true. Oh, that's very except, true. Have I ever told the story of my roommate who had a bunch of rotten eggs in her room Ew. and she emptied oh, them yeah. all she cracked them all into our sink that Why so I do have, have experience and they actually don't they did those ones didn't smell how I expected they smelled worse <laughs> they smelled much worse than sulfur <laughs> so wait why did she have eggs in your room uh she was supposed to deliver these like farm fresh eggs to <laughs> oh, some of her no. family members it was like a whole crate. It was like probably 60 or 70 eggs. And she didn't. And she left them there for a whole term. Oh, and oh my she word. She found them oh. and she's like, oh, no. And she didn't want to put them in the dumpster because she said it would smell the dumpster up. So she just emptied them in our what? apartment, which is so much what? better. <laughs> she was I mean, anyway, something mean. That makes no That's sense so whatsoever. Horrifying. Every that, aspect of that story. It's horrifying. It does sound like something I would have done in college. So like, I can't be too hard. It on sounds her. like something that could have happened to me or any one of my roommates. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> leaving something yeah. in a room. But leaving <laughs> that it in your room it's makes so sense. Horrifying. That's fine. I mean, she didn't put them in the fridge. And I know people say you don't have to refrigerate eggs, but I just can't think that it wouldn't extend the life of them a little bit. She was probably expecting to like deliver them within a few days and mm. then just completely forgot. We were freshmen. And then she kept seeing them and she's like, oh, I got to get to, I, I, I'll do it tomorrow. And it just one thing led to another. And <laughs> Oh, yeah. Because I've only smelled sulfur, like, you know, hot springs and stuff. And yeah, it's true. Ever since I was little, it's like, oh, they kind of smell like rotten eggs. And it's like, you're right. I actually don't really know what rotten eggs smell like. Yeah. So good point. I had When I had COVID and I lost my sense of taste. It was so depressing. Mm-hmm. Really depressing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, food tasted – it wasn't just like – it tasted like nothing. It had sort of a bad flavor. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. feel like if all my food tasted like rotten eggs, I think I'd be so sad. That would be horrible. Well, food I, is only one – like, it's one of life's only consistent joys. That's mm-hmm. true. So it's true. It would be terrible to lose that. 
I think I would have to, because yeah, I've never, I thankfully haven't had COVID yet, <laughs> knock on wood. And so I don't know firsthand from that, but I just know from being pregnant and like things you usually like tasting bad or like having food aversions, which I wouldn't even be as bad as having things actually taste rotten. And it really messes, it sounds dramatic, but it kind of just like starts to mess with you after a while when like, I don't know, it's just really sad. So I mean, it's just stressful though to move through the world like always stinking though, and there's like nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. That sounds. You'd hard. have to sort of develop like a chip on your shoulder and be like bitter mm-hmm. to make it through. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'd still have food at least. Your people, you just have to surround yourself with your people. They'd become nose blind to you. You know, you mm-hmm. you would have to kind of cope with like just a smaller circle. But in today's I know world, who stink. Yeah, exactly. Would my house smell? And they make it through. I know. That's actually true. Would my house smell like me and would my children smell like me? Um, (sighs) I don't want to I don't think your children – I don't think they'd inherit, like, the stink gene, but I think just, like, probably your house would smell. So long as they lived with you. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but um, it's it's just what would happen. That's the breaks. Yeah. That's the that's the dark side of would you rather. So let's move on to the greener pastures. <laughs> would you rather go on a week-long cruise with Barb from The Bachelor as your cabin mate? Or would you rather have her as your next door neighbor? Well, I would give anything to go on a cruise with her, and I would give anything for her to not be my next door neighbor. So that's an easy choice. <laughs> you would want to go on a cruise with her? Are you kidding me? I actually think it'd be a good time because she... We would get along so well. You can get mm-hmm. along with someone like that for a short period of time. You know? Like, you can kind of make yeah, it work. Yeah, she seems like kind of a roller coaster friend mm-hmm. where, like, you'll be best friends for a while. Until and then she'll you just, burn like, bridges. She's mad at you. <laughs> so you wouldn't want to live by her. But, mm-hmm. like, you could I'm very good at handling cruise. that type of personality for, like, a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe this people might be listening and disagree but i feel like we all are like i feel like all of us can like Mm -hmm. tiptoe around like a volatile person like that for like a (laughs) short period of time because i feel the same way i'm like i feel because you guys remember okay for people that don't know who barb is i don't know like i can't imagine that life but if you need a background barb is the mother of peter from a few seasons ago she was sort of one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse she really ushered in the COVID pandemic because that aired like <laughs> the week that like things got real with COVID. Um, and I think one of her last posts was like her and her girlfriends singing like leaving on a jet plane. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> like, we watched it so many times. Um, she's very intense. She's very emotional. So it's actually interesting because when I wrote this question, I initially was going to say next door neighbor because it also seems like she could be fun in small doses. Like you don't have to be really close ties with her, you know, if you're a neighbor, but she seems like someone that would be fun to be invited to like her annual barbecue or something, you know, but I don't know. Probably she'd the cruise. Get it over with. Yeah, she'd be in your business. That's for sure. She'd be in my business. <laughs> What's your business? Grace has had some over-involved neighbors in the past, and so she probably... I don't deal well with it. <laughs> I'm very good at, at overbearing personalities for a short period of time, 
And over a long period of time, I'm terrible at dealing with them. <laughs> I don't know how to like put up boundaries and then I just avoid and I turn to hatred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good situation. The only reason I would want to be her next door neighbor is she lives in Southern California. And so I would like the real estate value of whatever the property next door is. But, you know, mm. it's not worth it for my sanity. So <laughs> I would probably choose the cruise. Um, okay. Last question. Would you rather only be able to communicate in baby talk or never be able to wear comfy pants ever again? You have to live in hard pants. Well, and baby talk. Are we talking? I'm not going to do baby talk. I'm not going to walk into that trap. I see what you're trying to do. You are the game master. You have to live up to your name. Is it like how you would talk to uh, your own? Yes, it is. It's not like just because there's some women that kind of have a baby talk thing, just like a high pitched sort of. I was going to do it, and I thought better of it. I thought better of it. Um, <laughs> we were so close. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about straight up baby talk, like as you would talk to an infant in an annoying, like mm-hmm. an annoying way that you would talk to an infant, essentially. That's the only way you can communicate. Hmm. I guess I would choose death. <laughs> <laughs> you said the worst one for last. Yeah, I guess I would choose death. <laughs> I don't know what I would choose in this one, honestly. I'd give up comfy pants. I would have to never wear comfy pants again. Anne recently told me I don't own good, comfortable clothes. (laughs) This is not new information. Tess Tess is acting like this is a difficult choice. (laughs) It was was new to me. You're the one wearing like tight (laughs) denim and like the the heat of summer. Yeah, exactly. Like what pants do you have that you think qualify as pants? Uh, I own some, I own a pair of sweatpants. Singular? When Anne told me that, I invested in a a suit, a sweatsuit. Mm, so now okay. I have two comfy items. You I did some, in that leggings. trip. I wore capris in the middle of Cleveland winter, and then I I wore jeans in Florida, Florida <laughs> like full length. So I am really confused about my wardrobe choices. But I think I would get rid of um, comfortable pants because I can't. I can't speak in baby. Do you have to try to speak in baby talk, or does it no, just come out? No, I think it's just naturally? like the way it comes out. Yeah, oh. it's probably like the stink thing for me, where I would just sort of like batten down the hatches, like tighten my circle. I think people would adapt; they wouldn't mm-hmm. notice anymore, you know. And I would rather probably just speak in baby talk, and I could work from home, you know, like just kind of build my life to where <laughs> I wasn't needing to really speak very often. <laughs> That sounds so sad. That is so isolating. I would rather do that. Imagine sleeping in uncomfortable clothing. I have slept in jeans for so many of my teenage years. (laughs) That's a classic great You've slept in jeans? (laughs) You sleep in jeans? No, I don't sleep in jeans currently, but I did sleep in jeans a lot as a preteen, I feel like. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I've done it a couple times. Mom would always be like, you cannot sleep in jeans. Can't yeah. even look at you. Like, <laughs> she was so against it. Why? Yeah. You were too lazy to change into pajamas. 
I think I was just tired and I was already comfortable and when I was ooh, what if I get comfortable in my jeans? I mean I you'd adapt. Upgrade? I have to start wearing like slacks. Oh, good question. Ooh, I hadn't I, thought that far. Slacks. As if you adapt. <laughs> I don't think I think it's just you just have formal to formal pants. Formal pants. Yeah, I don't oh, think it's yeah. like an an adjusting test as it goes. Okay. I think it's just like hundred yeah. percent jeans. So I'm the only one that would choose baby talk? No, I'd choose baby talk. I couldn't mm. live. Mm-hmm. I couldn't live without comfy pants. Yeah. So. I feel like I'd end up in the hospital for like gastrointestinal problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for playing along, everyone. Let's wrap up with weekly wins. Okay. Well, last week, I believe Tessa's weekly win was Love is Blind. <laughs> this week, mm-hmm. my weekly win, I don't know if it's a win per se. I just would like... I just felt really uncomfortable with what I said in the last episode about Love is Blind, so I needed to walk it back a bit. Um, (laughs) What? I don't even remember what you said. Okay, so there there are going to be spoilers here. So if you are planning to watch, skip ahead. Um, I believe in the last episode, you know, I haven't re-listened, but it said – I said something along the lines of, like, Shane was terrible, horrifying – it was kind of a roller coaster because, and granted, I'm sure if this is editing, like give these editors an Oscar because they really messed with your perceptions of Shane. Because you go from thinking, I mean, it truly was just like, how could either of these ladies be interested in him? You can't edit those facial expressions. <laughs> true. <laughs> oh my word. He, what are those eyes? Those eyes and just like, the teeth and then he's like i paid thousands of dollars for these and it's like you did i mean they were they made a statement like but he's just so just yeah so all over the place and like but he weirdly he and natalie for a while it was like wait they are the most stable couple they're actually the best couple and like i really was convinced that they were gonna work and then he ends up like saying horrible things to natalie the night before their wedding and they call it off and so um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about him, but I felt like my initial perception of him was not accurate. And I, I just felt like I needed to make a statement that Wait, I thought your initial I thought initially you didn't like him. Yeah, so but then are you walking kind of, back? Well, I don't really know when I'm walking back. I just more I'm saying like <laughs> I see him as like more of a fleshed out person now than I originally hmm. did. Okay, my weekly win I have titled um the miracle of the Guga. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. Um, so Hazel has a medication that she has to take two times a day. And if she doesn't take it, then it would be like a dire situation. So before we left to Florida, um, I, you know, I submitted her refill to the um, to the pharmacy that we normally go to and it's a really terrible pharmacy and I've been wanting to switch for a long time but I don't really know how (laughs) I don't know how it works I don't know why like pharmacies are very confusing so confusing Mm -hmm. so I've just been putting it off and it was supposed to be ready days in advance and when we went to pick it up they were like oh sorry it's not ready and I'm like people's lives depend Mm -hmm. on medication so, like, as a pharmacist, like, this was your job and you didn't do it. So, like, <laughs> it made me really mad. <laughs> but they were like, it'll be ready on Monday. And I was like, okay, well, we will be out of town by then. So, 
we just had to go and try to hope, you know, hope we could find a way to get her medication um, in Florida. So as soon as we got down here, it was it was a weekend, so it was hard to make calls because like we called pharmacies and they were closed super early because of COVID and because of like it was a weekend. So then the next day we're calling all these pharmacies and they're like, we don't have it, but we could order it. So it was just looking like a worse and worse dismal situation where like we weren't going to be able to refill her prescription in time and she was going to end up missing doses. And then after like just so many phone calls with pharmacies and her doctor and our insurance and some company that owns our insurance. Um, finally, they were like, oh, yeah, there's nowhere in Florida that that um, that we're contracted with. So you you're just going to have to, like, pay full price for it, which is nineteen hundred dollars. Oh, my word. Or have someone in Michigan pick it up and mail it to you. And at this point, she was running out and she had like two more doses. So I was like, she's going to be out by, you know, it was this morning, by this morning. So I I didn't know what to do because I was like, I, I don't have that many people that I'm really close with that could go to the pharmacy. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want to ask someone to then have to like overnight it and like actually go in the post office and whatever. So I was feeling just so stressed and nervous about it. But we have this group message of ladies at my church. And um, I was like, I guess I'll just like ask in there. And I typed out this message and I, I was just like way overthinking it and so stressed. And I was like, it's going to be like embarrassing to send this request. And then what if like nobody even. Mm-hmm. It's just like left on red. <laughs> Yeah, when they're just like, who's she? <laughs> and, like, they don't, no one even like offers to do it. Who's so, she? <laughs> I was so stressed. And um, so, yeah, I sent it and immediately a girl answered and she was like, I can do it. I'll text you. And she went right then to the pharmacy. That's so nice. the prescription, Aww. went to the post office and dealt with like a super crouchy person that was like trying to convince her not to basically send it I don't know the way that she needed to send it to me because she just couldn't find a form oh my gosh to the right form to do it the way that needed to be done and like isn't the USPS hanging on by a thread like wouldn't they just be grateful for someone willing to pay (laughs) overnight prices no one's grateful there it's a dark place so um yeah anyway she she did all that for us and it was so nice and I'm like I barely even know this girl like it was just so kind and selfless and I just was so touched that's so nice there's still good in the world. And <laughs> then it just miraculously came in time. And that's awesome. So Hazel never had to miss a dose. That's really good. And should you clarify that oh, you I call the medication Gugga? Gugga. Where did Gugga come in? <laughs> I forgot to explain that part. 
Um, back when I first started giving Hazel this medication, it's kind of gross. And so, and it's a liquid one. So she, I would like give her the medication and then say like, good girl. <laughs> and she started like repeating back to me. Kuka. <laughs> I'm trying to say good girl because she didn't say it yet. And like she would whisper it to me. So then she started saying that before I would even like say good girl. I'd just get the Guga out and she'd go, Kuka. <laughs> She's so, so funny. Now we call it Guga. That's so funny. Well, you owe that friend like some kind of treat without your hair in it as a yeah. double thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I can't guarantee that. (laughs) Well, my weekly win is rollerblading. Um, I was not fortunate enough to be alive during the 90s boom of rollerblading. Although I did just find a picture of Grace. I'm scanning a bunch of our family's photos right now, and I found a very cute picture of Grace on like her fifth birthday in rollerblades. Our family had a big rollerblading phase at one point mm-hmm. in time. I remember rollerblading yeah. with grandma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was before my time, but now rollerblading is back. Um, people are doing stunts. People are doing twirls on TikTok and it's inspiring. <laughs> and so <laughs> I bought myself a pair and um, got a membership at the roller rink. You're kidding. (laughs) Because, okay, (laughs) I have to explain. A membership? I bought the pair with my mad money, so that was fair. We're not worried about the money. (laughs) I'm a little worried about the money. (laughs) The membership was because we we went there for date night. Don't say it's your birthday. No, guys, uh, I have not asked for any pre-birthday gifts. You have to believe me. I believe you. <laughs> I, uh, But we went there for day night, and we were going to just pay for the one night. But it's basically the same price to get a membership for two people because they give you a discount mm-hmm. if you sign two people up. So I was like, why it's a no-brainer. just go this one night when we could go all month long? Um, <laughs> so, so it's just a one month membership. It's a one month thing. Out. I mean, fun. yeah, we're not going to pay every month to go to the rink, but Maybe it's a good way to learn because I tried to go by myself, uh, yesterday. Um, and I had like pads on, on my wrists, on my, uh, knees, on my elbows, but I got going, I had to get to the flat trail, you had to go down a small slope, and <laughs> I've, I haven't learned to stop yet. <laughs> I I panicked because I got going, and it just felt like I was going so fast. <laughs> and I realized in that moment that I there was no way I was going to be able to stop myself. <laughs> and it wasn't that I needed to stop. There was no one around. I just it it was just the feeling of not being able to stop. Much like my my fall in Scotland, um, just trying, just out of control. Anyway, so I took a really hard fall backwards, oh. which they always tell oh, you to go forward. Bad, I know. I just panicked. So you just panicked, panicked and, and I, fell back. Yeah, and it was really. I was going really fast at that point, oh. and I 
but I, um, I thought I hadn't really, I mean, I think my tailbone is bruised for months, possibly. It hurts every time So you time were all alone? Down. You're just alone by yourself? I was alone. And, and then I, just had to kind of pick yourself up and dust yourself off? I literally picked myself up, dusted myself off, took off my roller skates, <laughs> and walked barefoot <laughs> to my car <laughs> because it was <laughs> such a miserable oh, experience. No, but... I, but despite that, I really believe that rollerblading is going to be my new thing. Mm-hmm. I loved it at the rink. And I think once I learn to stop, I'll love it <laughs> outdoors <laughs> too. <laughs> I give you props because you know, you've heard about my spill on the rollerblades. I, yeah, mom reminded me of yeah, that. Yeah, it was I a similar thing. I was with Dave, um, found some rollerblades in his parents' garage. They're probably his older brothers from like the early 90s, put them on. Same thing. I was like, oh, let's just like go around the neighborhood. Went down like the slightest incline of his parents' cul-de-sac. And same thing. I panicked. It was very similar because I was like, I don't really need to stop, but I just like I'm scared. And so I put my hands out and bounced off of a parked car <laughs> and <laughs> and then and just fell. And then Dave, you know, just walked up and like kind of helped me up. He was just walking like behind me. <laughs> So I went out and he was like, he, he's like, are you okay? And I said, did I, did I dent that car? <laughs> and he's like, I don't think you're going fast enough to like dent a car. If you had dented the car, your wrists would have been shattered. <laughs> and he had to tow me home. Like I was, I was too scared to keep trying, so he towed me home, and I was just holding onto his head. <laughs> I was shaking like a leaf. Like it was so scary. It was so, so scary to to be out of control like that. So I give oh my gosh. mom and dad and grandma like major kudos for learning as an adult because it's really scary. <laughs> it's pretty terrifying. So I think your idea is actually pretty solid. I mean, I do. I love that you're picking up a new hobby, but I do think like if you're going to do it, you're doing it in a smart way. So yeah. give me major credit. Thank I was thinking, Claire. yeah, maybe, maybe I'll break out the blades and get mm-hmm. into it, but not after those stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say my win this week is getting pictures of Jet that Claire has been sending while I'm on this trip because they're <laughs> so – he's just wreaking havoc at her house. I feel he like kind of is, but we forgive him. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so bad in all the pictures. Every picture she's sent, he's doing something horrible. No, no one. He's just like sleeping by Dave on the couch or something. That was only one. Not yeah, that's true. The rest of them are him sent. just getting into mischief. But not, and, and I'm not sending him to you. I hope you don't feel like I'm sending him to you to be like, look what he's up to. Like, it's just funny things. He's like, he just gets in your face. Like, he just wants to be like right in your face. Does he do that to mm-hmm. you too? Um, not, not too bad. He'll get in my face and then I just kind of push him off and I just say like, stop. Mm -hmm. And then he stops. He, he likes Dave, but like he puts his paws up on Dave's chest and his nose is like right. He's like nose to nose with him. And Dave's like, (laughs) Jet, buddy. He's like talking to him like he's an adult. He's like, you got to learn boundaries, bud. And then he's like, Jet, you're too clingy. If you're too clingy, people aren't going to like you. 
and stuff. And I'm like, he doesn't <laughs> like he's not going to take those pointers. You but gotta, your tone has to express that you're displeased with him. Or that's he's not probably the key. Yeah, because he doesn't. Un- I mean, we're not displeased, but it's just sometimes like we need a little space. Like we're happy you're here. You're welcome to be. You know, too, that's to me. Too nuanced. But when you're working him. on the computer and he's like hitting it with your paws, it's like it's like a toddler. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> He just has to be right in the mix. It's so funny. But no, he's he's doing great. He's super cute. Molly loves him. We overheard her. Did I tell you about the blankie thing? I think I told <laughs> yeah. you. She was like, no, Jet, not my blankie. It's special to me. And you'll poop on it. <laughs> I was like, no, you won't. But she's just scared of him, like, touching anything that she likes. And I was reading her a story today in her bed, and he hopped up, and she was just kind of like, no, out of my bed, Jet. Like, she just gets – she likes him from afar. It doesn't far, sound like she likes too much. Yeah. She likes him in But no, he's been so funny, and I'm glad he feels, like, comfortable enough to be himself here. <laughs> that's That's all. Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. <laughs>